The human history is split into four ages. The third age was the Great Prosperity, a 9,000-year age of peace and prosperity. The Pantheon and the people came together. The minor gods of the Pantheon came down and supported them. It came to an end when the people of Claria... Death of the God of Death. They are known as the Material Pantheon. this meeting of the Railroad Community Casters Club, where we don't railroad our players, but we all met near one. We're so glad you could make it again this week. Uh, so let's start out with some introductions. My name is Kenzie, but you can call me Kit, and I play our resident mega nerd, Amara. Fun fact about Amara this time. She's afraid of spiders. Just Damn. does not like spiders. Good to know. And that, yeah, Max is immediately going to me. use that against me, but she's <laughs> afraid of spiders. Howdy, everyone. My name is Jay, like the letter, but with an A and also a Y, and you can use whatever pronouns you want. And I play Honey, or Guinevere Great Cedar, but like I said, you can just call me Honey. And, well, I was one of the greatest players of field hockey on that side of the lake. <laughs> what was your team called? Well, we were called the... Um, the Shale Tornadoes. The Shale Tornadoes. Oh. Hell yeah. Now, was who your was team good or was it just you who was good? Uh, well, I mean, I was the best on the team. I was actually a uh, junior varsity my first year, which is a really big deal. But yeah, no, it was a great team. Um, I look great in a sport. Did you, honey, have a rival? Did I have a rival? Yeah. Don't let me fucking start out on Maple. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll kill that oh bitch if I see her. God. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Will. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I have I didn't do this in the first three episodes, but um, my pronouns are he him, and uh, I play Amon. And a little fun fact about Amon today is he is convinced that he is allergic to mushrooms, but he is not allergic to mushrooms. He also <laughs> hates mushrooms, but he does think he's allergic. Who to told you, Who told Amon that he was allergic to mushrooms? Oh, his parents. <laughs> Yeah, girl, you got to do some shrooms. Because his dad <laughs> was like, I'm allergic to mushrooms. And so then Eamon, one You're day. adding lore that I didn't know I needed to add. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Will lore that's been reskinned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he, so he grew up not only hating mushrooms, but but like thinking he was having a bad reaction to them. And so he's convinced that he's allergic to them. Just doing right. shrooms. Not <laughs> allergic to them. fucking yeah. shrooms. Hi, everyone. My name is Maxco. I use they, them pronouns. I am your Gorbius Morbius. Morbius. Uh, not Morbius. <laughs> Re-release uh, Morbius. A little fun Do fact not. about me is just a programming note. Uh, we here at the Real Real Community Casters Club want to emphasize community. So every fourth episode will be a charity mutual aid episode we will be each picking a charity to donate all of the revenue from every fourth episode and it's my turn i'm the inaugural community episode and mine will be going to the trans lifeline love it hell, hell yeah. yeah love it uh, so <laughs> advertisers yes, if you care about trans chef. people contact us <laughs> name three trans people better help is sweating <laughs> Hell yeah. Ready? Uh, Let's do yeah. it. Fuck yeah. When we left off, Amara fa had fallen asleep and had Fucking woken up. Rat. I'm sorry. The <laughs> dice tell a story. Woken up to Honey and Eamon just given all of their stuff to a group of about six bandits, all of them looking pretty gruff. And you had cast, what, Mage Hand? What would you like to do? Uh, I was just going to try and have my mage hand yank honey's weapon back out of the guy's hand hell yeah roll a we're gonna do a contested strength throw oh god uh with my would it be my strength or the spell my spell, spell casting, casting modifier. modifier okay uh oh which d20 is not the tree 23 
23? I Shit. A 17. You see that it, it, it is immediately ripped from the the bandit's hand and he looks over at you. Uh, with that, you see that the control over Eamon and Honey falters. Is there something going on? Uh, no, chef. No. <laughs> <laughs> Roll an additional wisdom saving throw to try and break out of the trance. Roll a perception check, Kit. <gasps> 24. 24, you are broken out of it. You like come to blinking eyes and you see a group of about six uh, very gruff bandits who are like staring at you. I got a 15. 15? With 15 as well, you are immediately brought out of it and you see the same thing that Eamon I'm just saw. I'm kicking in the dick. <laughs> He's right there. I'm kicking, I'm punching him. I'm punching this mother right in the- Roll an attack. What was that perception check? That would be a zero. Zero? That's a natural 20. Natural 20? <laughs> Okay, plus with a natural four, plus 20, four two. you see a perfect arc. In every millennia, there is one perfect dick kick. This is it. As you round up and you had to leap out of the air to reach his penis, and that gives you an additional leverage to kick him directly in the balls. As you are doing that, Eamon, you notice that at first they're like, uh, uh, taken, taken aback, and then immediately they stand up a little bit more rigid, and you see what almost looks like grip marks around each of their necks. <sighs> and you hear, "Wait, stop!" Uh, and you uh, see that as as they are trying to say something, those grip marks happen. Roll damage. I'm gonna say two d12 for me. Yeah. Heard. Ten. Ten. Fuck, that's a lot of damage. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> 10 points of damage yeah you see that he almost like lifts up into the air as he grabs his dick and hits the ground like on his stomach and goes bitch this is how we fuck it up in shale oh my <laughs> god all of them are sort of like rigid and they're like reaching for their swords uh, to fight y'all and you see that they're they're trying to resist it they're uh trying to hold back from grabbing their their swords. And did you say we saw like something Yeah, so almost like necks? invisible fingers gripping around their necks. Okay, I would I don't like, see shit. Yeah. I would like to cast Ooh. see invisibility to see invisible people and objects. Cool. Hell yeah. It's it's not necessarily like a corporeal thing that is invisible. However, you see a a vascular system of glitter that is formed into a hand that is wrapped around each of their necks. Oh my God. Oh my God, I know who's on the case. It's one of them homosexuals. What? Glittery hands? That's the up Swifty is controlling these motherfuckers. <laughs> Baby, I know what an invisible string when I see it. Oh, oh my god. god. Damn it. <laughs> okay. So there's like a okay, gotcha. All right. Um Oh boy. You also see that the glitter sort of like wraps around their entire bodies and also like goes up their nose and is sort of like kind of like uh, bleeding out of their eyes. Oh my god. Okay. Me um, last night. <laughs> well, don't know what to do there. Um, do we, I mean, this is like happening like quick time, right? Yeah. Like this is like, they're pulling out their swords. Oh, okay. Um, do I have time for like another thing? Uh, yeah, sure. Go to sleep. I'll cast sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cast sleep. Oh so yeah. I roll, uh, roll that, roll that. Amar, is there anything that you would like to do? I think with a zero on perception, I'm still getting my bearings. Okay. You're getting your bearings. You just got, your mage hand has just given you honey's bow. If I yeah. can, if I can tell that honey is back to herself, I will hand her back her bow. Hell yeah. But that, I I feel like I have to honor a zero on a roll. Oh yeah, you don't see <laughs> shit. You're like confused as to what's happening. Uh, you just see that honey kicked a guy in the dick so hard that he flew up in the air a couple feet and you toss honey her bow. What would you like to do? How far away are the other five from me and this dude I just dick kicked? The, the, the dick kick guy is right in front of you on the ground. The other five, there are three that are pretty close you know, kind of surrounding you, and then two that are sort of a, a flank behind them. While you decide, Eamon, what do you do? Yeah, so the sleep, you got, uh, then the amount of hit, hit points I rolled was? Uh, 21. 21. Uh, one of them hits the ground asleep. All right, 
That's oh, sorry. Good enough. With the guy that just got dick kicked, he also falls asleep. Okay, great. So, so to his perspective, he just got kicked so hard in the dick that he flies <laughs> to the ground, hits the ground, <laughs> and then falls asleep. Great. And okay, then another guy, another one of the guys just like falls dead asleep. Okay. So there's only four. Yeah. So now there's, yeah, now there's four left. So they're still trying to draw their sword or resisting to draw their swords. They are now like almost fully drawn their swords, except the two that just fell asleep. You're wondering, uh, listeners at home, the thing I was going to do and I will not be doing um, is I was going to aggressively bark like a dog <laughs> and just like scream at them just to cause confusion while I hog tied one of them. But I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> brief glimpse into an alternate timeline. Um, <laughs> ooh, I mean, you ooh, could do ooh, the barking ooh, thing. Ooh, the barking ooh, thing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to use my druidcraft um, to make the odor of a skunk around me. <laughs> make them all smell like shit. <laughs> get, it right, get, it, get the wit right into their nose like laundry salts. As they're pulling out their swords, they go, please, we don't, we don't want. <clears throat> oh, God. Uh, uh. And we'll roll initiative. <laughs> Hell yeah, going around. Kate, give me that roll. Eight. Eight. Stop your honey. 14. 14. That's going to be a 14. A four. Four. All right. First up will be, and we'll say that this bandit captain is asleep. First up will be uh, one of the main four bandits. They look really gruff. They They look rather powerful, more powerful than your everyday bandit. And he's struggling as he raises up his great sword, his scimitar, sorry, uh, his scimitar and is going to slash honey twice. That is a 17 to hit and a nine to hit. Uh, The 17 hits. 17, great. Four and slashes you once for five points of damage right across your shoulder. And you feel like, again, this is all reluctant as as they look around, almost desperate, trying to be like, help us. Uh, next up is another bandit who is going to run up to Eamon and slash twice. Oh, but, but oh, come on. I, I'm just trying to, that's what I get in yeah. for. <laughs> uh, that is a natural one and a 18 to hit. Uh, I mean, oh, so this is a good question. Since you said I was giving stuff to them, did I give over all my armor? No. Okay. Then- it was, it was... Amara woke up in time. Okay, the 18 still hits because that is my ace. That is four four points of slashing damage as it's right across the stomach. Why would you Um, do that? And then... Dude, not cool. (laughs) Uh, Next up is Honey. What's up? I'm going to attack the one that's closest to me, not the one that I dick kick, but I'm not going to go for, like, I'm not trying to kill him. Um, Non-lethal damage? Yeah. Great. Actually, can I dick kick another one? (laughs) 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 Can I dick kick another one? <laughs> Roll an attack. <laughs> this is amazing. What's a six? A six uh, that does not hit. You like go for for the dick kick and you are just short and it's sort of you have still all of that velocity and you kind of like fall on your back. I'm gonna use my action surge. Okay. <laughs> to dick kick him again. <laughs> Roll an attack. <laughs> Come on, mama needs a new pair of shoes. Ooh, that's a dirty. 20. Yeah. With a dirty 20, that is a hit. What is your unarmed strike damage? Uh, It's going to be a five. Okay, five? Yeah, because it's um one plus my strength modifier, and I have a Hell plus yeah. four strength modifier. Five points God of damage damn. to the person who just slashed you. You you I jump dick up. Kick. Yeah, dick kick. First, you miss, and you get up, and you're like, fuck this, and you like do it again. Uh, and the guy's like, oh, oh, oh. And it's not as hard as the first one, but it definitely hits the guy hard. Uh, You see that the two bandits that are in the back are sort of like backing up, preparing arrows just in case things turn like really sour. Uh, Amara, you're up. What's up? Uh, Oh, God. Okay, so what is the setup in front of me? There's three kind of around honey. Is what yeah, you said? there are two that are fully asleep. Okay. Uh, and two more that are, are uh, both wielding scimitars that are slashing at honey and Eamon. And then two more that are in the back with bows trying to uh, do damage control if anything turns really bad. Have I been able to tell at this point that they're, you know, reluctant to... Uh, How obvious is it? As you get closer, like as you approach, it's more obvious. And okay. you also see the the now like getting redder and redder marks around their necks. Then I'm going to cast magic missile at the one that is going for honey. Because it's force damage, I'm going to try for non-lethal. Dope. Roll that damage. We'll say that's the one that she just dick kicked. Yeah, it is 14. 14. 
damn. With two fours. That is enough for them to get hit back and knocked prone. And you see that, Eamon and Honey, you see that one, the red marks start to disappear from that amount of damage. And, and immediately goes, wait, 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 stop, please, please, please. We're not, we're not trying to, we're, we're. And then, uh, Eamon, you're up. Okay. If I have a moment to yell so, before the turn, I'll be like, there's a damage threshold on the control. Um, in terms of order of events here, yeah. would I have heard that before my decision-making process of what to do? I would say it's happening at the same time. Okay, then I'm going to stick with what I was going to do, which is I'm going to use my channel divinity to give us all a little bit of extra protection and do Twilight Sanctuary. So this sort of sphere of like light violet, like almost sunset-like colors uh, envelops us. Anyone who is uh, within 30 feet of me that I choose, so uh, you two, and then I guess Robin, just in case, Hell yeah. will get um, oh, we'll get eight temporary hit points. Ooh. Um, and then, and that's my action, so that'll envelop us, uh, and it moves with me. The sphere stays, and so I'm just surrounded by that, and then I will, as my bonus action, cast, how far away are the archers? The archers are about 15 feet. Okay, I'm going to cast a spiritual weapon. My spiritual weapon is like a carbon copy of my ma- my Warhammer, but it's made entirely out of constellations. Oh, Fuck yeah. That's so cool. And I'm going to thwack one of them, or try. Thwack. For a 16 plus 5. That absolutely hits. Okay. Ooh. Roll a history check. Roll a history check. Uh, 10 points of force damage. Ten po- Just- Holy. <laughs> fully knocked. Oh, and really obviously, like with guy. force damage, I'm going. I am going for non-lethal since yeah. I saw the the fully grip. knocks this guy out, Woo. like unconscious, hits the ground, uh, and you see, you can barely see it, but you see some sort of. Is your see invisibility still up? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's you see that the glitter sort of like floats into the air and dissipates. Oh my gosh. Okay. Noted. Yeah. And I gasp like I've discovered something. But yeah. My turn's over. Then gas. <laughs> history checks. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, you make a little mental note. Those constellations, that form of magic in those constellations look like something you researched in a book, uh, specifically about astral elves. Those constellations are really pretty. <laughs> oh, God, I could star trip. <laughs> God fucking damn it. And I'd do it again. <laughs> Back to the top of the order is the bandit who just got dick kicked. He's going to roll a constitution saving throw. Oh. It's a 15. He's like, okay, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That one like is standing up um, and is like, all right, is going to use this reaction. I, we, we do not want to kill you. We do not want to be killed. We are trying to. And and he's like looking around and the bandits are like nodding very aggressively. Great. This The next bandit who slashed Eamon is going to go. He is going to roll a strength check to stop, to try to stop attacking Eamon. Unfortunately, that is not enough. Brutal. It's going to swing at you twice with a scimitar for a 16 and a 14. Those do not hit. They both miss. Both miss, both miss. You can see that the strength check kind of helped him. He's kind of trying intentionally to miss. You see one of the bandits in the back goes to make an attack against Robin. (gasps) Don't you dare. Uh, That is a natural 20. Oh, no. We double rolls. You do anything to Robin. Leave them alone. That is three points of damage as an arrow like hits them kind of in the side. And they go, next up is one of the bandits who turns around and attacks the bandit and goes, you do not attack an archivist. And you see that the voice that comes out of him is not strained and it's not, it's almost not his. All right. And that is enough to kill that bandit. (laughs) Oh. Uh, the one of the band, the, one of the bandits is starting to like wake up and go like, what, f- what, what is, what is going on? Huh? <laughs> and and the magic has not started to control him quite yet. Honey, you're up. How many bandits are here? Two are asleep. Uh, two are dead slash unconscious in the back, and two are awake. There's one that is over by the back bandit just killed him for attacking an archivist, and the other one is trying to like stop. And the other two that are falling asleep are starting to wake up. I'm gonna. Am I able to run to Robin? Yeah. And make it there? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna run to Robin and pull out my bow and have like an arrow ready. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fire it, 
But I want to. I'm, I'm going to ready an arrow with my grasping arrow. Hell yeah! So I'm just going to ready it, and if something goes south, something goes north, maybe east, maybe northwest, but not southeast. <laughs> so you're holding your turn. Is there something specifically you're waiting to re- to react off of? Basically, one if any of them tries to attack Robin again or mm-hmm. my friend. Uh, that bandit is fully unconscious due to Amon's warhammer. Uh, Amara, you're up. Um, I'm going to go for the one that just killed his buddy, and I'm gonna magic missile again. Cool. And as I do it, I'm gonna you know, call out to the one who's like, stop, we don't want to kill you. I'm like, yeah, we know. Me hitting you with this specific magic is what got you out of the control. I'm trying to help your friends here. Yeah. Missiles, that's another four, uh, that's another 13. Another uh, 13, that's yeah. enough to like hit him and he comes out of it and he's like, okay, okay, so, okay. As this is sort of his free action, Eamon, you're up. Okay, the guy who, that guy just totally went, just balls to the wall on. Yeah. Does he look dead dead or does he look like he's in death saves? Uh, death he, saves. He's okay. Great. Yeah, how he's far he's he? not fully dead, but he is, you know, how far is he? Uh, about 15 feet from you. Okay. And so, and how many, how many, if I look around, how many still have like the glittery hands left? Currently it looks like none. However, the ones that are waking up still might, they still might. Yeah. But the one who got, almost killed is in death saves that one went away as well that one went away as well okay i'm gonna go over to that one and i'm gonna cast spare the dying on that one Mm -hmm. uh to stabilize him and i guess i'm hoping that he's not dead by this point he might be i have no idea i'm going to do that anyway though that's my action and then as my bonus action i'm going to move my 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 constellation hammer to one of the ones waking up yeah and i'm gonna call out go to sleep i'm gonna (laughs) Try to club him <laughs> upside the head. Oh my! With my, God. that's so funny. That's probably not going to hit because that's an eight. An eight that does not yeah. hit. Okay. Yeah. As he's waking up, he looks up and just sees constellations whoosh past his face, <laughs> and he goes, "Fuck!" And okay. that's what star tripping is like. <laughs> God. It's back to star tripping. Uh, um. Cool. Uh, and with that, we will come out of combat as as the other two are like starting to wake Fuck up. Yeah. They're going to roll. Um, some sort of save that I'm not going to reveal. Oh, wow, that is secrets and treasure. Um, both of them like start to like shake a little bit as you see these grips come out. See, invisibility is still up. It's up for one hour. Oh, so. one hour. Okay, so yeah. you see that, uh, and it it they like <clears throat> cough it out, and it immediately dissipates. Uh, and they are like at the defensive, but they're not. Um, they're looking at each of you. They're at the defensive, but they're not. They have no intent of attacking. Uh, the bandit, the big bandit that just attacked one of his own is like, thank you. And we are, we're sorry. We, we, even demons don't attack archivists. We know that. Sorry. Explain. Yes, please. Now. Hey, Robin, you Why okay? we don't attack archivists or why, what's going on? What's going on? Okay. We know why you don't do that. What's going on? <laughs> Robin, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. It, I mean, I'm bleeding, Medic. but. Okay. Yes. I will cast a healing word because I can choose. One creature up to my... Okay, actually... Yeah, you said three? Like, it didn't do that much damage to Robin, to them? Uh, no, it did not do that much okay, damage. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to do a healing word. I on just them. want them to be okay. Then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Who's going to write down my story? Me? Well, yeah, I'll I do a healing read. word on them, and they'll get uh, 1d4. They look uh, a little uncomfortable at the thought of someone helping them. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, four, cool. Four cool. healing points. Thanks. Um, and I feed him some jam and a piece of bread. No, thank you. And I reach for it, please. No, uh, you you should go deal with them. Okay. Okay. I'll ju- I set it down next to him. Um, cool. Kind of like takes it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, could you please, as Amara put it, explain? Okay, so um, w- uh, we... Sorry, they're... they're no pun intended, but they have a bit of a, this person has a bit of a, a stranglehold on us, so we can't <laughs> talk about it without it damaging us. Okay. And you see, like, even as they're trying to talk to you and talk about information, their their mouth starts to like bleed a bit. Can you write? Okay. Um, no. Fuck. Can you do a Shit. dance? 
I, I mean, I, I can. Do you want me to dance? No, but like an interpretive dance to help explain the concepts that you need to. Because you're not using your words, but you are using the method of dance. We are not that dexterous, but we can try. Could you just think about it? Yeah. Detect thoughts. Cool. Think about what's going on. I'll be able to hear it. Great. Roll a intelligence saving throw. It's smarter than mine. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's an 18. An 18. Uh, with an 18, as you like start to detect thoughts, you hear a jumble of static. Um, oh, it is so- something that is trying to like jumble their thoughts into abstraction so you can't understand it. However, you hear three words. Hand of God. Sub question. Is any of that f- a familiar feeling to me? No. No? Yeah. Okay. This is, uh, it is not something censored as in from like, they're trying to censor history. It is something, someone is literally trying to jumble their thoughts so much. Someone has control over their neural pathways to to make sure that they cannot think the things that they're trying to think. Can you do a little interpretive dance? Yeah. They're going to roll a performance check. They have a minus four to performance. Hey. Anything's possible if you have a BA. It's a negative three. <laughs> okay, and let's see it. Let's see it. They they do this sort of like wiggly dance and then just continue rotating their wrists over and over again. <laughs> and then they just start punching the air and just like do a, like a, a, a gimme, gimme hand gesture. Oh, I get okay. it. I understand. Um, do you? Yes. So there's these like hands that are like coming down that are like controlling them. And it's making it so that they have to go around and do the bidding and the work to make sure that this unknown meeting that we can't see is like collecting all of these things. And it's like kind of using like its brains and whatnot to like stop it. I mean, does what I got sound... was hand of God. So that sounds about right. Yes. Honestly. Does that sound kind of close? As they say, yes you see that like blood starts mm. pouring out of each of their noses. Oh, okay. So you did have to think about it. Just uh, think tampon? about flowers, daisies. They're starting to, they're starting to lose consciousness a bit from, from the pain. Oh dear God. Um, just please stop thinking about Wait, it. Wait, I have some jam. Do you want some jam? Focus and on I, the jam. It's really good jam. They start to, they start to eat the jam. Like, okay, thank you. I did, you know, that this actually makes a lot of sense because I did cast see invisibility. You can see invisible people? I, well, and things, yes. Oh, my God. And there We're, was a, an, like an ethereal-like hand that wrapped around each of their necks that when we knocked them unconscious, dissipated. Oh. Was the phrase hand of God in any of our briefing or any of the research that we did? It was not. Great. Mm. I mean, it, hand of God could be the gauntlet. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, I think so. I think... Possibly. I, I only understand dance. And then I do jazz hands. <laughs> how you how you understood that? Well, you didn't see the part where they like begged and then there was the hands. It was very fiance, you know, when she goes, It's not I'm in a couple. I have a couple. I you see couple. one of the band. <laughs> it's not just the hand around our throats. They keep they control everything from the inside out. Scrambling their thoughts real okay. good. Right. Scrunkling. So that's not what I said. Oh, that's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you couldn't hear the thoughts. I I heard hand of God, and then it was just a lot of static. There's something in there that's just messing with their minds. It was a struggle to even hear that. And um, oh, that could have. That could. I feel okay. like that could have broken bad for me. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Okay. Well, now that we've sort of severed that tie, is it going to come back at some point? Do you have... We don't know. Okay. So, um... Oh! <laughs> where are you based out of anywhere? What were you going to do? I was going to... Well, that's what I was going to ask, is if they're based anywhere. Can you tell us anything about where you might... We have, have a small encampment to the northwest of here. Okay. To the northwest. We're directly southwest of Azumi's Crest, below south of New Auralia. Okay. I walk up to him and I say, I promise I'm not going to hurt you. I really don't. But can you grab my hand? He goes to grab your hand. Takes well, it. Amen. I need your help. Okay. I mean, as in just keep keep watching me real quick. Okay. okay I'll keep watching. Friend, grab my hand. I'm going to ask you a question. I just need a, a gentle squeeze. If, Okay. 
do you need help? You see that he's looking at you. I give him the puppy dog eyes. And he smiles and goes, I mean, we're rich. Interesting. And I let go. Okay, so... I think we should move on. Yes, I, I would and agree. And I think you should as well. Yes. We're, uh, a couple of us are going to go turn ourselves in. We'll be in Twin Hearth if you need. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll, you know, try again. If you get to a point where you can talk about this stuff without, you know, bleeding to death out of your noses, contact Moonflower Academy. Okay. And they, they get up and they like get their wounded on, on them and they start to walk away. Is there anything you'd like to do before they yes, leave? S- sorry, um, what's your name? Fantasy <laughs> They asked me the names of the people that I made up that I forgot to name. It's not that good. I'm not a good DM. Yo, name excuse them. you. Yes, name them you Chet. are. Chet. What are all of Tom Hanks' kids' names? <laughs> I know one of them. No, his niece was on oh. Claim to Fame. Yeah. And then also, does your organization have a name? No. Okay. My name is Mungo. Mungo? How do you spell it? M-U-N-G-O. Wonderful, Mungo. That's Theodon. Theodon? That's Bertram. Theodon. Could you, Bertram, could you spell, Bertram, I can, Bertram, I can B-E-R-T-R-A-M. Oh, no, no, that part, that one I can spell, Theodon. Theodon, T-H-E-O-D-O-N. Okay, thank you. This is Longbottom. Longbottom. Oh, I love his work. This is Inglegram. Inglegram. And that one is Gundus. Is that the one who's dead? <laughs> yeah, that's, no, the one no! that's, that's the one that's fully Gundis! passed out. But he's, I did save him. Yeah, he's okay. Okay, thank God. <laughs> he's breathing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whew. Okay, thank you. Um, That's what good to know. So I'll ask for um for Mungo when we get to Twin Hearth or something. All right. And they, they disappear you. into the night. Well. <gasps> and I look over at Amara. I'm sorry. It's Okay. <laughs> Happens to the worst of us. Couldn't be me, but it happens to the worst of us. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Okay. No one's hurt. Um, except for Robin. What time is it? We, uh, nah, she's healed now. I mean, y'all y'all took some hits. I know. Okay. Uh, it is about one o'clock in the morning. Okay, so. Second watch? <laughs> yes, I think it is second watch. I think right. g- g- get some more rest and that way we can be still fully, um, capable and when we move on me, me, me. are you all right is that are you i'm, all right? I'm out i'm okay, out, out. You, you, I'm, I'm you fall asleep exactly where you are kind of nudge honey into her bedroll <laughs> hell yeah okay i will take my watch i suppose amara as you're like falling asleep uh roll an intelligence check just flat oh, intelligence okay 14 14 as you're like falling asleep, there is some tiny like part of you, tiny part of your thought process, tiny part of your brain that just has become static. <gasps> A similar static to when like when you try to start thinking about what you just saw or more about like what hand of God it might be. It has become like static in your brain, similar to the static of when you cast detect thoughts. I don't like that. Eamon. Yes. You see that Robin is still awake, kind of just like staring at you. Uh, roll a con save and a perception check. Okay. Con is a 13. Con is a 13. Perception is a natural 20. Ooh. Plus, I think I have a plus five on that. Perception? Yes, I have a plus five. So Plus five? Yeah. Okay, so with... See invisibility up and a natural 20 for uh-huh. a total of 25, you 20, said? 25 on perception. Yeah, you're looking around and in the distance, in the dead of night, very infrequently, you see just like a, a line of glitter that almost looks like a puppet string fly across the sky. And it happens like maybe two or three times during your watch. Two or three times. It's like a, uh, you said it's like a glittery, like pu- puppet string almost. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's lovely. That's wonderful. Great. Take note of that. Do I manage to stay awake? Yes. Okay. Thank God. You <laughs> like, there's a few moments where you're kind of like nodding off. And as like you're about to go to sleep, Robin goes, 
I know who you are. Go. Oh. <clears throat> what? Well, that, that makes sense. You're an archivist. You're yeah. probably supposed to know who everyone is. Yeah. Um, still unsettling, though. Yeah. You can take um, those off. Uh, best not, I think. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, just, in, you know, it's a matter of sec- personal security. That's fine. Um, I believe you, though, mm-hmm. that you do. So, you know, you know what, um, what did you want to, like, see or, like, what is it? What do you mean? You know, did you want, like, is it just a curious thing? Or are you just assuring me that I could if I wanted to? I They just look uncomfortable, and I would, you know, I I want you to, you know, be comfortable. What season is it? It's, like, late summer. Okay, So yes. it's, it's hot. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but come winter, they'll be very handy. That makes sense. But, you know, you are sweating all the time. Well, that's not new. That's That just happens to me all the time. My you see, sweaty baby. The sweaty boy. You see, again, archivists are supposed to not show emotions whatsoever, and they kind of, like, chuckle. Yes. <laughs> Got him. Um, well, am I, not, am I not supposed to ask your thoughts on things? Am I not supposed to? No. Okay, well, then I will quietly muse to myself. I say this out loud. Mm-hmm. To myself, as I look up at the sky and wonder which rumor about the stars are true. Hmm. It's probably that they're all just astrological bodies and there's no actually rhyme any rhyme or reason to it and that they're just there. And while I do it, I'd love to like look for specific constellations. Yeah. As I like look up. Uh roll a perception check. Natural one. Can we do both in one watch? <laughs> Natural 20 plus five. Uh, You see all of the constellations that you are looking for, even the ones that are like a little harder to find. It's just such because there's no light pollution. It's so easy to just like find exactly what you're looking for. There's a few that are. They look a bit dimmer than other ones that only you know, Mm -hmm. um, that only you are supposed to know. Uh, Mm -hmm. just from your upbringing and stuff like that, looking around. And also you see a few that look almost wrong. Like they look different here than, than what they look like when you are back home. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. I love it. Okay. You're not going to tell them, are you? Me? Yes. I'm not gonna both by decree of the archivist and also, I kind of want to see what happens when they figure it out. They're not going to do that. All right. <laughs> they're not, they're go- yeah, um, I'm sure they will at some point. I mean, you did kind of magical weapon. Well, you, you know, there's stars in everywhere. It could be anything. Okay. Anyone. <laughs> would you like another cup of tea? I would love one. All right. And I will make another cup of tea as I continue staring at the stars. Hell yeah. You two drink tea together quietly. There's some times where like they look at you as if you're about to say something and you don't say anything. And they're like, shit, I thought you were going to like say something stupidly poetic or something. Me? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Not a very, um, not very brooding. Well, sometimes, but mostly I'm bad with words. So just, you know, if I come up with something poetic, it's usually an accident. This tea is really good. No, thank you. It's, I, I got it from um, Read It in Steep. Is that the name of the... Oh, I love Reed. Reed, he's, he was a wonderful he's a great gentleman. Guy. He was a great guy. He was a great, wonderful man. Hey, I, you listen I, to his music? He makes music? Yeah. He does, he does like loot tunes. What? Yeah, he calls it loot tunes. That's adorable. Yeah. I have not... Can I find him on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, your watch comes to an end. Uh, honey, you got the last watch. You see that the sun is just a little bit starting to rise over the over the horizon. And you see that Robin is still awake. And as you switch watches, they are now staring at you. You want some coffee? Sure. Okay. I make some cowboy coffee. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> The death of all people. <laughs> uh, they they drink and they go like, "Ooh, that's very strong." Yeah. Wow. 
So how long you been a uh, what, what do they call him again? One of them, one of them people who rat things down. Archivist. Yeah, that one. How long you been doing that? Well, I got the official title when I was nineteen. I wanted to do it since I was sixteen. My dad told me no at fifteen, um, but I've been kind of following people around since I was like two. So. You since you, I was you, two. You, you say that again out loud and look inward when you say it this time. I'd really rather not. Exactly. It's kind of weird, but I love having you here. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. You're very, where, where are you from? Am I allowed to actually get to know you? Or is there like some rules and regulations? I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, this is the first time that the archivists travel with the field agents. So I don't really know the rules and... No one's here to enforce them. So, hey, Robin, hmm? does it get lonely being an archivist? Well, just being out there and not like, it, uh, you know, sometimes you got to f- just follow people and you just have to see all their adventures. And I was wondering, like, well, the archivists have each other. Well, like they come back and everyone like shares stories over like family meal. It's really nice. Oh, that's sweet. Now tell me about the archivist beef. The you beef? One of them. Yeah. Who got who got drama? Um, well, I get into a lot of fights. <gasps> Physical or verbal? Yes. Both? Ah! <laughs> Robin, I know that's gonna riot. Let me pour, pour you more coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, can I hear a little bit more? <sighs> yeah, so, I mean, we, 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 have, we react to what the field agents find, right? So we have to make inferences based off of their experiences. Not all of the field agents are as articulate as others. Um, so sometimes there comes back, there's information that comes back a, uh, it's dissident. It doesn't make sense. There's dissonance between two different experiences of a similar anomaly, a similar phenomenon, and a, a similar you know, diplomatic event. So there's a lot of, Arguments that are from that, you know, mm. some people think that have arguments about whether or not like New Aurelia in general is a cult due to the uh, how obsessed people are with gambling there. And, you know, there are some arguments about phase falls and uh, if the people there are snooty or not, mm. because we're not really allowed to editorialize. But I'm going to be honest, a lot of people from phase falls are a bit snooty. Love that. Yeah. I mean, you just you gotta you gotta be paying attention to everything. Yeah. I mean, how does your brain work like that? Well, I don't make history. Uh, the way I think about it is that you know there has to be a perspective when it comes from history. There has to be someone watching things going on. It can't always be from the winners and the losers. Sometimes you need someone to watch, and and you see that they have been putting on sort of this like almost mask uh, uh, this entire time of this neutral person. And you see just a little bit of like sorrow and anger. And and they go, it's really hard to be unbiased when you see certain things or hear about certain things or when your dad thinks that you need therapy. (laughs) Hey, we all come from somewhere. I mean... God, my parents don't even actually really know what I'm doing right now. Really? No. They think I'm... Again, they've been writing down everything that you've been saying. And also, can I just say something real quick? Hmm? What you just said about history, that was one of the cuntiest things I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) They get like a perplexed look and they're like, I don't know that lexicon, but thank you. Well, back in shale. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just... uh... You know, I mean, but now you get to travel. You get to see so much. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because they wanted to get rid of me at the archivist wing. Um, but yeah, yeah, hey, I get to Robin, do that. I don't want to get rid of you. And I don't think I ever do. We've only known each other for a couple hours now, but as uh, long as you don't with us, I fuck with you. Thank you. And I drink my coffee. This coffee is really strong. Yeah. I am awake. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do it back in shale. <laughs> oh, cattle. Uh, you see that they're they're like sort of looking at their side where the arrow hit. You see that there is the part where Eamon healed it and it's like sort of scarred over just due to like the hole in the tank top. And you kind of see that like glowing marks start to appear around the scar to fully heal the scar. 
whale, just like one of them anteaters. I'm a bit nosy. You good? Oh, yeah. We're we're protected. Oh, Oh, someone's protecting you? Yeah. Who is it? Is it Fiance? Fiance? (gasps) You haven't heard Fiance? Is that like an author or something? Baby. Fiance. You... She's one of the greatest traveling bards. Oh, I'm not. Oh I don't really listen to music. You didn't see her neoclassicism world tour? No, I didn't. Oh, it was wild. Okay. It was insane. That sounds That sounds cool. I know. Anyway, it's okay. You're traveling with us now. And well, golly, I just hope we get somewhere so I can see maybe Hamster Swift or Fiance or Lana Del Rey. I don't we know. We got to <laughs> this. This needs to not be a <laughs> Um, well, at least we can watch the sunrise together. I love watching the sunrise. It always makes me feel warm. I used you to wake two up early. Watch the sunrise together. Uh, you hear the 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 crow of a morning chicken somewhere. You're about a day's journey from Twin Hearth uh, as you all rouse out of your uh, uh, beds, tents, whatever you'd like to use to travel. Um, and we'll go to the snack break. Snack break. Let's hear for the snack break. Snack break. Snack break. Podcast, you should donate to the Trans Lifeline. Please go to translifeline.org if you can and you have the means to. Please donate to them. They really need it. Okay, thank you. Bye. I'm very concerned about the part of my brain and thought process that is apparently static right now. Yeah. That's concerning. We'll talk. Give me the theme, boy. <laughs> All right, we are back. Um, I could be a rock star. (laughs) You have an option. We could either cut to you arriving in Twin Hearth or we can have a discussion as we travel north. What would you like to do? I made some coffee. All I would want. Oh, can I have some? Yes. You want some coffee? Just a little. I'm not telling them how I made it. I have good tea. I'm not telling them how I made it. I just, I, I make grabby hands for the coffee. Amara is <clears throat> not awake. I hand some, hand some of the coffee. It's Holy so strong. Shit. That's perfect. Thank you. I know. Oh my god. I'm gonna just stick with my tea. Thank you. Yeah, to take um, a sip. Okay, fine. Will it kill me? Like a small Victorian child? Will it kill <laughs> well, I've me? killed one of them before, but not you. Oh well. Well, I wouldn't be here if yes. Um, <laughs> sure. Yes, if I could. Sure, I'll take a sip. I hand you some. Has Eamon had coffee before? Yes, but vastly prefers tea. Okay. Vastly prefers tea. It is, we'll it have is, coffee. It, like, hits you hard. Oh. <clears throat> oh, I'm having um, heart palpitations, I think. Um, Are you city slickers? You just can't oh, handle it. God. No, I'm good. Um, oh, no, I will. Uh, you're something else. I'm right, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you're from, like, a dimension of hell or something, in a complimentary way. You are correct. Um... Just before we get on the road, just something to, to keep an eye on. Um, while I was keeping watch last night, I saw a very similar band of, you know, that glittery thing that I described, the hand that had a chokehold. Um, I saw like a puppet string flash across the sky like that two or three times. It was in a dis- It was distant. It didn't come towards us, but just something to be aware of, I think, as we journey, is it sort of is, has a presence here in the, in the clouds and the sky and well, such. Well, if it's in the clouds, I mean, hasn't there been saying there's some thunderstorms and things like that that have been happening around this area? Thunderstorms well, are frequent in Azumi Plains in general. It's not a anomaly. And it was a clear sky last night. Well, there were some clouds. Sure. On the horizon. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, um, but it's just something I wanted us to be aware of. As well, I, okay, I can't see shit, so. I can <clears throat> kind of radar, keep track of okay. the magic around us as we walk, so. Wonderful. And, and I'll, I'll just continually ritual cast to detect magic because that doesn't taste well slots. Great. It just takes okay. more time to cast. And, and I got I'll just some beef keep jerky. my eyes like up on the sky yeah. just in case. Who wants beef jerky? Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, uh, sure, why not? Thank you. Robin, uh, what is beef jerky? <gasps> Beef jerky. Oh, baby. It's beef jerky. <laughs> Try some. It's yeah, just it's okay. just dried meat. Okay. And they, like, take it and, like, kind of nibble on it and go, that's just dried meat. That's what we said it is, but, uh, okay, baby, it's... It's good. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. Keeps you... <gasps> you see that they're, like, not used to the, the strain it takes to bite off the chunk of chunks of beef jerky. Like, yeah, it's good. I, ju- I look them right in the eyes. I use a fang to just 
just rip off a piece. I'm just like, and shrug and walk away. And <laughs> in, okay. the, in the most nonchalant way, like th- this means nothing to me, to honey. Yeah, this was probably spaghetti the cow. Like if I'm being honest. Oh, it's spaghetti the cow. It's good to know where your food came from. I think. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm a cattle. We're cattle ranchers. No, yeah. that makes sense. No, so, yeah. Yes, absolutely. But, I mean, farm to table. Yes. Farm to fork. There we go. Pull out, right. I pull out a fork. Oh. <laughs> Do you have that at the ready at all times? Yeah, it's also a spoon. Oh my god! It's not a spoon. I just turn it around and say it's a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. You start traveling towards uh, Twin Hearth. Are you casting Sea Invisibility or are you just like keeping an eye out? I'm just keeping an eye out. Oh, um, perception check. Just in case. Okay. Uh, with Detect Magic, um, how? what is the range on Detect Magic? It's only 30 feet. With 30 feet, you yeah. don't see, as you're traveling, you don't see a ton as uh, you're like looking around other than like base magicalness, mm-hmm. you know? Just everything is magic in this world. With a, a 10. A 10. You don't see much. You're like trying to, as you're walking, you're trying to like triangulate where you saw the thread and like where as you're walking. And it's kind of it's kind of challenging with a 10. You can't really make okay. like the exact triangulation of of where you were when you saw it and where you're going. OK. Heard. Would you like to do anything, honey? Uh, No, I'm just writing down a list of things that I will do in the future. Dope. We make our way. To Twin Hearth. He's on down, he's on down the road. Twin Hearth is sort of considered like from Moonflower Academy, the entryway to the greater Azumi Plains. Uh, It is a small township that has recently implemented cobblestone walkways. Humble, small town with more houses than businesses. Mostly brick buildings at this point, comfortable. Uh, You see a single smokestack, a budding industrial chapter maybe upcoming, and see that all the roads in this place sort of converge into a giant, always open stone gate. The counselor of New Auralia, Griswold Bleckensop, announced that all of the Azumi Plains are for all to traverse. As you enter this town, you see it's uh, relatively bustling. There are some people like walking around. You notice that there are like a few broken windows here and there and some construction workers are patching stuff up and you see guards are walking around to talk to members who are just sort of standing on the cobblestone pathways. As we walk into town, do I get any blips on the detect magic? I've just been continually casting it as we've been traveling. 30 feet, not, no. Okay. Um, that is we, as depending we pass on people. as you uh, walk towards the deputy office, you get a little blip of something similar to the magic that you noticed last night. Is Twin Hearth also getting attacked frequently? Yes. That was one of them, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I feel like someone should. Yeah, let's go talk to some people. Talk to someone about that. I feel like. I'd like to walk into the deputy's office if. Great. Uh, do would you like to join Amara? Sure. I want to talk to the people fixing windows. Great. Uh, so you two walk into the deputy office, and Honey will talk to uh, the guy fixing windows. I'm gonna roll a dice to see just who goes first. Cool. You walk into the deputy's office, uh, and you see that um, some sort of guard-looking guy who is adorned in like knight's armor is looking at you and goes, uh, "Hi. How can I help you?" First of all, do I get anything? of the same magic on him. On him, no. However, you look past him and see that there's like a little uh, holding cell and you see one of the bandits that you saw last night, just one though, sort of sitting in the holding cell. And it's one of the weaker ones, uh, the one that got hit. This is Gundis. Oh no, not (laughs) Gundis. Oh, not Gundis. I saved that man. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, hi, we we were wondering how much you knew about the bandit quote-unquote raids. Yeah, the fuckers came happening? through last night. Through they here? Ca- yeah, they came in. They were walking in. They walked up to the deputy office, and at first they looked like they were going to turn themselves in. Then all of a sudden, they just... We just handed stuff over to them. Yes, that sounds about mm-hmm. right. Luckily, we caught this guy, and Gundis, Gundis goes, Hey, guys. Hey. Yeah, How they. You, you know, sorry, they, yes, you can keep going. Oh no, you're all good. You can keep talking. They came through our camp last night. We're trying to figure out where. Oh, did they rob you? Almost. Oh man, fuck. We got attempted robbery. We need like the problem is that we don't actually we can't 
you know, we can't get any hits on them because we're gladly giving things to them. So that's sort of the problem. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, we sort of um, had an altercation with them where we, when we knocked them unconscious or, or hit them hard enough, they sort of came to. Yeah, we try, you know, every time we try to fight back, all of a sudden the, we blink and the next thing I'm out of, you know, I'm giving them all my money. I've given them the deed to my house. Oh, that's. Is there any, like, is it random things that they ask you? Have, have they have they come through here before? Yeah, they have come through here before. They usually ask for money. Other, pe- other times they ask for clothes. They never, you know, really destroy everything. Except for last night, it seemed like one of them, you know, lost a little control and threw one of the money bags through a window. Is it always the same people? No. Okay. Yeah, there's, we, you know, we can't, we always, we can't really gauge because sometimes they're like, we only really see the back of their faces back of their heads uh this time though we got a good we got a good description of each of them but you know those people are, are have also gone through up in ophenia's helm and ophenia's hold it's it's you know they're getting us and so this is unusual like the there's usually or there's a history of bandit raids but not like this correct oh yeah we you know for for i mean in the last 10 to 15 years it hasn't been that bad that like 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, we got hit really bad with a series of raids that were oppressive. Uh, so oppressive that that the you know counselor of Neuralia had to like step in Griswold and and stop it because they were just constantly hitting Azumi's crest up north. Do you know where the um that crew that you met last last night, um, do you know where they went other than Gundus over? I there? saw I saw them go north. Luckily we were able to get Gundus over here, but I saw them just ride through the gate. They might be going back to. I think they are the the camp, which means we need to be careful. Yes, because they know who we are. Know now. Who we I'm are. sorry. Who who are you guys? Oh, um, I've realized I forgot to ask for credentials before giving you information. I need to make sure I'm not. Uh, I've got the. Yeah, I, like, oh, I oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Cool, cool. From gotcha. Moonflower Academy. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. Well. Is there any any other information? Any. Is there anyone here who might be more familiar with magic who we can speak to? Or I know it's a fairly small town. Here, no, not okay. really. Up in up in uh, Moonwater, up north, they could probably help you out if you want to like get to the bottom of magic. But Azumi's Crest will hold the most information mm-hmm. about that. Right. From what we can tell, these bandit leaders are being controlled by some outside force. As you are saying that, you see that Gundis starts to like stand up and start to choke. Honey, oh. what's up? Okay. <laughs> so I walk up to the guy and I go, howdy, sir. I am with Moonflower Academy <laughs> and I just wanted to get some information about the recent ambushes that have been happening in this town. Well, hey there. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Do you like my little voice? I do. That was great. I know. Here, let but- me try. Let me try. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I would like to give you that information. Oh my God. I'd like I- to help you as best as I can. <laughs> nice was that good? Yes. Awesome. So I'm with Moonflower, and I show up my little necklace. Oh, th- oh, lovely. Okay, yes. you're a field uh, agent. My name's Honey. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. What's your name, sweetie? Jetson. <gasps> Jetson. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is just a gorgeous name. Well, anyway, I was just wondering if you, what happened here? Because I see you're fixing up a window. Well, last night, there was, I, I wasn't really awake for it. All I heard was the crash. But I woke up, and I walked to my window, and I saw that, uh, there was some bandits who were running away, and then one bandit like stopped in his tracks and just like really aggressively threw the bag of money that he had, and it went through a window over here. And I'm a handyman, so I, you know, I'm the handyman for the entire town. I, I happily you clean know what, stuff I get up it. for people. I respect it. And then the other two bandits looked at him, and they were like, "What are you doing?" And then they were like, <coughs> you know, started coughing, yeah, no, mm-hmm. coughing up blood. And in that time, uh, the sheriff uh, got a, got one of them was able to like use the distraction to capture one of them while the others like sort of ran off into the night mm, okay now what direction they go they go north they go north yeah they went north oh yeah. my god not north yeah north man well, there's something about north <laughs> i absolutely can't trust them just kidding love them yeah well now when this stuff kind of like happens it, like what do you like see or like how do you feel on the inside well it's i mean there's always like something that happens before like uh, 
almost every night we see a a flare, not every night, every night that it happens, we see a flare that goes off to like maybe the northwest and then they come in and we at first we start to feel that panic and all of a sudden we're sort of at ease. Can you describe this flare to me? Yeah, it's a big sort of like you know, it's almost like a golden flare, like it shoots up into the sky and, and it's like, it's almost more like a firework, actually. It's kind of like yellow and gold and just smatters into this lovely, brilliant glitter over our town. And that comes from the Northwest? That comes from the is Northwest. Is that from one of the town? Like, is that from like Moonwater? Or is that just like the plains? Moonwater is directly north. So Northwest would be the plains? Yeah. Okay. If you had to... Now, I also am bad with distance, like, from afar, but, like, if you had to, like, give it, like, an amount of, like, like... Um, <laughs> from, like, we're on the metric system, baby. Uh, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I just want... I didn't know what we were using. We're but, America. <laughs> but, like, how far away would you say it is? I don't really know. It goes... When it explodes in the sky, it, like, maybe, like, half a mile away from the from the edge of town... And then it sort of like explodes inward into the town, almost like a like snow on the beach. Yeah, mm. I love that song. By, <laughs> I know by, we, by Hamster, Hamster Swift. Swift and Lana Del Rey. Yeah, during her lovely noon. album, her noon, her noon album. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh, did you see her recent? Uh, Time no, I couldn't afford oh tickets. I'm God. not a part of the bourgeoisie here. <laughs> I, oh, I'm so sorry. But, well, anyway, because I'm, I'm a working woman yourself, I'm, I'm I was a cattle rancher back back home. Ah, I see. But now I'm here. I'm from El Fado's hole, not decided to move here because you know the the union agreement, the union renegotiation started, and they're getting a little. Oh, heated. you're in a union. I was in the union. Oh, yeah. What happened? Well, I left the union because I'm not from. I'm not no longer working in El Fado's hole. Oh, okay. It was one of those like more uh, location based unions. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, do you know who else I could talk to that might, or like even just like a friend of yours you trust that like I could get some more insight about, or like who's the smartest person in town? I mean, I think it could be you. Oh, and that's I really so hope nice. It is. I would say that the sheriff is probably the nicest in town. I think mm. he's in the office. Well, the, he's the nicest, but is he the smartest? I mean, sorry, he is the smartest. I'm my bad. I, I misspoke. He's. He's also pretty nice, but he is the smartest person well, in town. He he takes care of us quite well. You could also talk to the person that there the person here whose window was broken. I think they're I think they're working over at the tavern. Okay, I'm gonna go over to the tavern then. Hell yeah, Jetson! It has been a joy to meet you. It has been a joy to and meet I, you. Um, I pull out some um jam. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, would you like some of my jam? I would love some jam. And I hand a, it's a peach and rhubarb Ooh. jam with some mint in it. Hell yeah. Um, and I oh go, my goodness. This reminds me of home. Oh, I know. I Thank love Thank you home. so much. Okay, Jetson, I hope you have a great day. You too. And the tavern's just over there? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, see you around. As you walk over to the tavern, it is, you know, midday, so it's pretty empty. However, there is a person who is, you know, cleaning the the bar and, and preparing for the rush at night. We'll shift back to these two. Uh, you see that. Gundis has like stood up and he's starting to choke and he's like gripping for himself. You see blood is starting to sort of fall out of his nose and the sheriff like stands up and like gets into the holding cell and tries to like grab him, like help him to the ground or something like that. But he refuses to like knock him out, knock, knock, him, knock him out, knock him out. Do I knock him out? Hit him really hard. Okay. He rolls an attack. Nope. He goes like magic missile. Magic missile. Okay. 11. 11, and that's, how many hits was that? Three? Three. Three. You see that three of your magic missiles hit him with force damage, and you notice that the first three hit, and then six more hit. And at first you think it's you, but you notice that your magic missiles came from you and launched him, hit him in the back. The rest hit him, or hit him in the front. The rest hit him in the back as he falls on on the ground, and he is... In death saves again. Okay, I I sprint up and I will cast Spare the Dying. You see, as you cast it, there's a little spark and the spell has no effect. Oh. You um, feel that someone has counterspelled your Spare the Dying. Okay. Um, okay. Then I will cure wounds. (laughs) (laughs) I will try that instead. Hell yeah. Um. What level? First First level. I only have a first level. I mean, as I you will go to cast well, cure but... wounds again, it is counterspelled. Okay. Um, I still have detect magic up. Am I getting anything yes. new? 
with detect magic up, you feel that there is a there is a magical presence. The spell was cast from like behind the sheriff's building. I'm gonna run out and around. Cool. Uh, as you as you run out and around, Gundis is lies dying in your arms, and he like looks at you. He looks at you, and he like sort of chokes out. The man who found it controls us. And that's where we'll leave off tonight. (laughs) We will join this meeting of the Railroad Community Casters Club. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Railroad Community Casters Club. Honey is Jay Chavez. Heyman is Bill Eads. Amara is Kenzie Wells. Our game master is Max Coe. And all of our audio engineering is also by Max Coe. We're so glad you could make it to this meeting, and hopefully we'll see you at the next one.